We are live. Unannounced live shows. It's what I'm going to start doing now. Just unannounced. You never know. When I'm going on. It could be any time. And I don't know if I'm going to do full shows like I normally do. Um, but I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to keep doing stuff. All the time. Randomly. I don't want to be on a schedule. I'm sick of the schedules. Sounds like, I, sounds like I'm mad. I'm not. I feel great. Actually, I'm in a really good mood. I'm encouraged. I feel like... What up, Weasel? What up, Christchild? I feel like things are trending. I don't know. I got good feelings today. I got, you know... I got some other stuff coming. But today, I just got a good dose of energy. And I was like, you know what? I'm jumping on. And I like, I like what uh, Michael's been doing with me recently. When he said, John, ask a question, thumb through, stop when you feel good, see if you can find your answer. What up, Bisky? And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and take a deep breath and I get, and I scream for talking my lungs. What's going on, Christy? What up? What up? What up? What up? Everybody. Everybody. Alana, yeah. I want to just, I want to bring the good energy, Katrina. Hey, 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 hey. Hashtag don't blame Katrina. That ain't cool. Even me, even Gabe. Hello, dear. You can hear me out there in the shower. Well, you gotta project your voice, dear. That's what you gotta do. I'm live. I'm on the air right now. See, in your own house. Even I feel like, even if you're a king, even a king, his wife checks him. I'm not saying I'm a king. I'm just saying, you see more refreshing stock now. You come out when you feel it. That's what I want to do. It's a unk. That's exactly right. I want to bring you energy when I feel it. So it could be like this. It could be in the morning. It could be at night. I don't know. But if I keep it more topical, then you'll be able to watch it if it's not live. But now, of course, a live show is more fun, isn't it? But if I bring it to you when I'm feeling good energy, then that energy's coming in there. Yeah. I'm about to even change my Twitter handle. Actually, I need... Well, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know yet. Here's what I do know. Just go with the good... Amen. You know what? I think... I think I felt... Uh, voluntarily, I played with darkness for a while. Defeated it. And now I'd like to know. Alright, so I got the motivation I needed. I got the, the good energy. So now... And I asked about direction last time. So now I want to know, what do people need help with right now? All right, here we go, Michael. I would keep saying Michael like he's here, but this is his idea, and I really like it. Which vibes are the good vibes? Asking for a friend. The good vibes are the one that give you them goosebumps. And if you call them goose pimples, that's just weird. I know I know some people call them goose pimples. I was like, they're goosebumps. Goose pimples. You pop pimples. At least I do. I had one on the side of my head I've popped. But that's gross. So, what was the question I wanted to ask? What? I asked about direction. What do people need most in their life right now? I don't know what that is. Boom. Now we're in Zechariah. I don't know a lot about Zechariah. I feel like if I do this, I'm never going to read from Genesis or Revelation because they're at the beginning of the end. I could, but I feel like eh, if I would know. I wouldn't feel it. It'd be too late by then. 
Michael, you'll have to tell me about that later. I love that I opened the world to you and challenged me to research good questions. They need Jesus. Amen. That's true. That's that's true for sure. All right, so Prophecy of the Shepherds. Ooh, I like the title of that. Thus says the Lord my God, feed the flock for slaughter, whose owners slaughtered them and feel no guilt. Those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich, and their shepherds do not pity them. For I will no longer pity the inhabitants of the land, says the Lord. But indeed I will give everyone into the hands everyone into his neighbor's hand and into the hand of his king, they shall attack the land and I will not deliver from their hand. See, I don't know what that means. Should I read it again? Read it again, Neri, read it again. Okay, let's read it again. Thus says the Lord, feed the flock for slaughter. Okay, good. Whose owners slaughter them and feel no guilt. Thus who sell them say, blessed be the Lord for I am rich. Just like Pop-Tarts, that's right. More comedy specials. <laughs> I won't read the rest. All right, they can check that in the description. Like, I'm going to read this like I'm Rush Limbaugh. For I will no longer pity the inhabitants of the land, says the Lord. But indeed, I will give everyone into his neighbor's hand and into the hand of his king. They shall attack the land, and I will not deliver them from their hand. I don't know what that means. So I fed the flock for slaughter. In particular, the poor of the flock. I took for myself two staffs. The one I called beauty, the other I called bonds. And I fled the flock. Beauty and bonds. Beauty, bonds. The name's beauty. Beauty, bonds. That'd be a good name for, uh, for like a bail bond company. These are, we got beauty, bonds, you know, to get yourself back to beauty and out of the bondage of prison. Yeah, there you go. You never know where that's going to go. Okay, and I fed the flock. I dismissed, I dismissed the three shepherds in one month. My soul loathed them, and their soul also abhorred me. Weasel, what does abhorred mean? You're British. You got, you got to, it's your language that I, some say I may bastardize. I think I added a special flair. I dismissed the three shepherds in the one month. My soul loathed them, and their soul also abhorred me. Must be another word like loathe. Then I said, I will not feed you. Let what is dying die and what is perishing perish. Let those that are left eat each other's flesh. Ooh. And I took my staff, beauty, and I cut it in two. That I uh, might break the covenant which I had made with all the peoples. So it was broken on that day. Thus the poor of the flock who were watching me knew that it was the word of the Lord. Then I said to them, If it is agreeable to you, give me my wages, and if not, refrain. So they waited out for my wages 30 pieces of silver. I don't know. Today, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that one. It seemed very specific. As soon as we got to the 30 pieces of silver, got a little too specific for me. I would, is, you know what? I'm a little bit nervous now. Because I'd noticed the numbers were growing. They dropped, they dropped, they dropped. Is this freezing on you guys? Something's up. Something's up. I don't know what. Oh, now they just shifted. Would someone Would someone just put something in the chat so I know that this is still working? Yup. Okay, you said yup. What does that mean, yup? Is the audio good quality? Is it a bad quality? Is it bright? Is it dark? I need some specifics in my mobile and popping in and out. My bad. 
freezing. See, I knew it. It's, it's showing nothing wrong on my end. Okay. It's Jontastic. I don't know. It's freezing. It's kind of going in and out, but I was having issues on Rogan's podcast. Maybe... actually have something to take away, but if you give more, and you take less, you're going right now, baby, have a lovely time, I love you very much, be safe, baby, come give me a kiss. Oh yeah, I got crap all over. Say that. Hmm. Where's all this junk? I'm cleaning it up today. Right after the show, I'm going right into clean mode. Bye, dear. Love you no, very much. I'm getting spinny thing. Yeah, ah! it's no. They're talking about the YouTube's going up and down and crashing. Chapter and verse in Zechariah. All right, bye, See you, baby. Love you very much. Slamming that door. I don't know. I don't know because I've already just closed it. What up, Gary? Haven't seen Gary in a while. Gary, I hope you're doing all right. Love you, buddy. Hope everything's going well for you. Um, I don't even know. Now I, I can see. I don't know my Bible that well to just be like, oh, it's right around. It's if I've gone to this, I've gone too far. Is it after Chronicles? Nope, that's Ezra. Actually, I just studied this, so I'm doing this thing at um. Oh, that's good. That's good, Gary. Cool. Doing this thing at church. We're doing this book. It's called Trans The Transformed Life. And I literally was uh like I'm I'm treating this thing. Oh, that's the last book of the Old Testament? I didn't know that. And I'm like treating this thing like a class, like taking all kinds of notes. This is all from today. I got like four pages of notes. And we literally like we're breaking stuff down. I'm learning a lot about it. So let's see here. Oh, you just told me. It's the book before Matthew. Okay. So if I'm going to this, I'm going to that. We need to go to Zechariah, matter of fact. And I think that's why. Jonah. Apparently we're supposed to believe that Jonah was in the belly of the whale. Apparently it says that somewhere in Matthew. Zechariah must have a short book because I keep flying by it. Hold on, we gonna get there. It's the book before? No, it's Malachi. Before Malachi? Yeah, it's before. You forgot about Malachi there, Christ child. Do you think in that tune, John? I do, I, I, I think everybody does now because it's the only chords I know. So now I just gotta think like that. Everything I do has got this and that. John thinks in G sharp. Because I'm a sharp G. Mm, an OG. That's right. That's why, Gaddy. 
I just got, I got a good burst of some good energy. I'm trying to find this for you there, uh, Christchild. Because you get special treatment in here. Oh no, you were right. It is the book before, uh... No, Malachi's the last book of the Old Testament. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna find it though. Because Zechariah's a short book, so we're gonna find it. We're gonna find it. Yeah. Prophecy of the Shepherds. We're looking at chapter 9. No, chapter 10. Nope, chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 4. Starts at chapter 11, verse 4. We're gonna ask you another question. Alright, God. So, I know I sound sarcastic. This is just how I talk, guys. It's just, you know, I'm trying to do both at once. So, God, give me... I don't know what question to ask. Okay. Unveil one of my secrets through this book. That's not a question. Will you Will you please unveil a secret of mine through this book? That's bad. Bang. Where are we stopping? Deuteronomy. Oh, boy. Do the wrongs of me. Let's see. Justice must be administered. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm talking about revealing secrets. Here we go. Ask again later. Whoa, you managed to find a shirt brighter than your skin tone. That's right. In fact, I'm wearing the same shirt I was wearing yesterday. I like the apples. You shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates, which the Lord your God excuse me, gives you according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not particularly... You shall show no partiality, nor take a bribe. For the, the bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. You shall follow what is altogether just, that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord God is giving you. I think that's great. Um, so, I'm an only child, and my father's done well, so... Secret is, I'm going to have some inheritance one day, hopefully not any day soon. Wasn't that the same shirt? Yes, I already said that. I said it was. This is the same shirt. Because I just, so, to defend myself, I didn't wear the shirt. Was it yesterday? I threw the shirt on for like 10 minutes yesterday. I know it sounds like you sure you did, Nira. I know I did. Because all yesterday I was helping my dad mow lawns and everything. And I didn't want to get this shirt dirty, so I took it off. And I put on, you know, some, some good dirty clothes. I haven't seen you in here for a bit. Alright, there you go. So that was my secret. How do you like my secret? What up, Wylin? I still don't know who Wylin is, or I forgot. I think it's cereal. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just defensive. Learn some new keys, guys. Let's do uh, some keyboarding lessons 101. So, what Ludwig taught me is to make something sound full, you gotta hit the in between notes. <laughs> I'm, such, I'm such an amateur. I'm such an amateur.
for a gig Saturday night. Yes, I rhyme night with night I did. But the thing that I know is I'm gonna have mad kids. Show your grace. Come on and show yourself grace. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk about something. Let's let's. I said I was gonna make this topical, and I've not. Well, I kind of did it. Not really. Let's talk about something in the news today. So you got uh, Trump shaking hands with Kim Jong Un. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty significant. You know, I'm not saying right or wrong, but it certainly is significant. So, I personally, I think it's impressive. You know, it it seems to me. As this is going to sound really ignorant. All right, you ready for some some ignorant meaning? I don't know. I think the president's job is as easy or difficult as they want it to be. What do I mean by that? I'm basing this on. This is going to sound so ridiculous. I realize this, but wait. Let me get to the point. So, based on Dennis Rodman going to North Korea, wanting. To tell information to Obama, and Obama's like, no, and brushed it off. It's because he didn't want to deal with it. Because he knew, whether he, I believe, whether he talked to him or not, people were going to take it and make it appear like you're doing the wrong thing. So just like with Trump, like Trump shakes his hand, and I'm hearing everything from Ben Shapiro going, putting up the North Korean flag is just as bad as seeing a Nazi flag and and yeah well, could you imagine having the United States flag with the with the picture of the of the Nazi flag and, and it's like okay Ben like if you'd go to the worst possible thing sure but if we're actually bringing peace to that area and we denuclearize North Korea all those fears we've been having for the last two years where they said that they were increasing their nuclear arms you don't have to live in that fear. I mean, literally, like they were talking about, I don't know if you remember this, how the fear was is that he could reach Hawaii or maybe as far as the West Coast of California, and now he's saying he's going to denuclearize? Now, could he be pulling wolf over eyes and things like that, or sheep's wool over eyes like they say? I, he could be, but if not, this is a good, good thing. Doesn't mean the guy's a saint, and the guy's probably done some bad things. I don't know. I don't know enough about him to speak intelligently on it, but here's what I do know. This is a step in the right direction, and can we not celebrate that across the world? And I give, you know what, this sounds ridiculous. I give Dennis Rodman credit, because by him going to North Korea in the first place, he might not have known enough, so he might have went there ignorantly, but that's what's funny. God works in mysterious ways. Sometimes he uses people because of his ignorance, let's say, he didn't have all the pre, um, the, the what's the, what's the word I'm thinking for, the the preconcepts, the pre whatever that word is. You know what I'm talking about. If you have if you have something, I'm getting hung up on it. So sometimes when you get hung up on it, you got to move past it and not hang on the word like like preconceived notion. That's what I was thinking of. So he didn't because Dennis Rodman didn't have these preconceived notions of that. He was able to go there more objectively. And because, as, you know, and I'll say, you know, like him or love him or hate him or whatever, 
Watching Owen's streams did inspire me to do this in the first place, so I can't forget that regardless of anything else that I like and don't like, and, and although I don't have a lot of... Whatever. There's goodness in everybody. So his whole thing where he would quote Peterson about good and evil's down the center of a man's heart, I loved that. I thought that that's, there's, that's a true, true statement. And I've had my own phrase that I've said for a while, and I know I'm saying that, but I just don't want someone to think I'm, I'm just stealing it from him because he stole it from Peterson. I used to say for a long time, anyone's capable of anything good or bad. And that's it. Because I know the things that I've done extremely wrong. So, like, when people would jump on, let's say, judging Justin Bieber, I'd be like, man, if I was 18 and with everyone around the world is talking about me and I had millions of dollars in the bank, I might have been a punk kid, too. So I'm not going to sit here and judge him, you know? So I, I, I really try to reserve my judgment for people I don't know. And because Dennis Rodman got to know him one-on-one, -on -one, literally, he was the first step in bringing peace to that area and and the world, which is like, can you think of that? I mean, that's that blows my mind to think that a man who was one of the most controversial figures in basketball all time, not just because he spray painted his hair, which was very weird, but he got in fights um, a lot. I remember when he was smashing cameras and kicking people between the legs. The guy played with tons of emotion. But and, he, and the wedding dresses he was wearing before the trans movement was a thing at, that it is today, but still was married to Cindy Crawford. Like, you think of a guy that's like, he lived a rock star's life, and I guess basketball players do, but he like would be a, he would be a, like a prince of rock stars in, in basketball with not worrying about what people think. And that guy was the first step in bringing U.S. and, and North Korea relations to peace. You know, say what you want. That's impressive. That's impressive. And I look up to Michael Savage. I listen to Michael Savage all the time. And because I've listened to him for years, I can't, and I don't have a very, 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 because I don't have a close relationship with him. I've talked to him one time live on the air, which I loved. I loved that. Um, I, I'm, I probably won't have the opportunity to be hurt by somebody. But even if you're hurt, doesn't mean that there's not redemption. I'm going way off track. But I've heard I've heard Savage go, what are you doing sending Rodman over there? Like, this is stupid. The guy's an idiot. You know what? I, could, I say Savage is wrong on that. Clearly this worked. You couldn't have had a better first step. What would you want? What did you want Trump to do? Go up there and be like, this guy's a mass murderer. This, he wouldn't do that. That it doesn't make sense. You're trying to negotiate a deal where someone's going to bring down their nukes. Say whatever you want. You know, sometimes, what do they say? All is fair in, in love and war. I get it. I completely understand, and I think it's a good, I mean, it's a good, you should feel proud if you're an American this week. This is a good feeling. It's it's very hard to just purely hate on it and say what a terrible move it is. So, uh, so I got that going for me. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, let's check out the chat. What do you guys, does it mean he's... Does does it mean he's a demon? Probably meant to say doesn't mean he's a demon either. Yeah, like I really don't. I don't think any. I sometimes I, I to to prove a point, you have to go to the most extreme example, right? So who's the evil one that everyone always quotes in modern history? As they say, Hitler. But Bill Burr made a great bit where he talked about he he killed six million people, right? And he and he compared. If you guys are familiar with the bit, he compares Hitler's numbers 
with Stalin and Mao. And he goes, and would Stalin kill 30 and Mao kill 60 million people, something like that? He goes, if you put up Hitler's numbers against Mao, he's like, Mao's like the Beatles and, and Hitler's like Hootie and the Blowfish. It's, it's a great bit. And obviously you build it up for quite some time to, to get to that punchline. But it's true. It's like, you know, they put Hitler as the ultimate evil example. And yes, the guy was evil or at least committed a lot of evil acts. But, you know. Could you say Stalin and Mao were more evil? Sure. You could definitely make that argument. But my point was, even if I'm looking at a Hitler, Stalin, or Mao, there could be some goodness in them too. Just because they commit evil acts doesn't mean there's not goodness in them. One of the things that I've wanted to volunteer in is I've wanted to go to prisons just to talk to prisoners that... um are going to be in there for a while because, say they murdered people, right? Well, they're, they're cast off society and, and they can regret that. And according to the Bible, as far as I'm believed, as far as I believe, is that anybody can have that redemption if you truly believe. You can't just say you believe, you know. But I think anybody, anybody has that opportunity. I even think of Judas sometimes. So Judas, right, turns in Christ kills himself, which is not looked unwell upon by the church today, especially what's going on with suicide. You know, it's actually a good topic to be talking about. And many would say Judas is in hell, right? I personally think Judas isn't. My personal belief. Jesus, as as this may sound wrong, as much as we we don't like that Judas turned his back on Christ, right? And turned him in, but in order for Jesus to fulfill the prophecy, he needed Judas, right? He, he needed to have someone turn his back and, and, and betray that loyalty, right? But that's not why I think he's in, in, not in hell. I don't think he's in hell because he killed himself. So if you kill yourself, you're showing, at least from what I can read in this, he's showing a lot of guilt to do that. He feels guilty about how he betrayed the Son of God, he saw him perform all these miracles. He feels guilty. So am I Am I to think that God can't see how he feels remorseful and he couldn't live with himself? I understand that. I don't know. Maybe he's got a burning purgatory for a million years before he's got a chance to get into heaven. I don't know. Here's what I do know. I know that I don't know and I don't have all the answers. But I'm willing to question. My main thing is that I hate accepting dogma. I've accepted it for too long. And unless I can't have a logical understanding of something, I can't go too far with it. So, and then people would say, well, yeah, then how can you believe in God? And I would say, well, for me, it's pretty simple. We are different than other animals out there. We have a consciousness that's built within us. And it's... Obviously different because all these other animals and, and creatures have been here a lot longer than we have and we dominated the world in a short period of time. Whether it's a million years, 10,000 years, whatever, we, we conquered the land in no time because we're able to take an idea and grow it upon another idea and communicate with somebody to take it and make it a better idea. And I constantly use this example and I'm going to just keep beating it until it's, this is my borders language and culture is... Birds are still in their only invention. 
Birds are still in their only invention in a nest, regurgitating their food. This is how dumb I think birds are. And you you look at a, a nest, right? And you're like, wow, like how do they make this with their beak and, and claws or whatever the heck they call their fingers? <laughs> is it's it's amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a bird making a nest and you feel how sturdy it is, you're like, wow, like how could they do this? But that's all they've ever done. Here's how I say they're stupid. Literally, talons, well that's like for like you don't know, like massive eagles and stuff. I'm just talking about a little bird, a sparrow or a, a robin. So I'm, I'm at my parents' camp yesterday, and this robin has made a five-story nest. Five-story weaving this nest every single year. Now, I don't know. It's probably a different robin. I don't know. But he just keeps making a nest to have his kids in. So does that mean that robins don't just like, why not just reuse your nest, bro? You already got, he just makes a new one on top of it. It's almost like they're, they don't have the free will that we have. Doesn't mean that I think that an animal can't experience emotion. I think dogs can experience happiness, just like a dolphin can experience happiness. Well, what, but this is, sounds like a stupid question. What have they done since the nest? What have a, do, what, a dolphin's done nothing. A, bird, a, a dog has done nothing but exist and help a human. Horse has done nothing. We have something in us as human as humans that they don't have. So how do you how do you experience consciousness out of nothing? There's got to be something that 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 put consciousness in us, and that's where I say like, you know, when talking about I know a lot of people like to talk about Genesis. To me, I don't think Adam and Eve were the first man and woman. I think they were the first man and woman by meaning of consciousness, because like I've said before. When Cain gets banished from because he kills Abel, he doesn't want to go out there and get killed by other people. So how could he get killed by other people if they're the only people on earth? And because Adam and Eve only had a few kids, like you couldn't populate the earth like that. The earth was already populated. But I don't think they had consciousness. And I think by speaking the word of God to people, you created a consciousness. That 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 I understand might not be logical, but Something put consciousness in us. And, and I've seen no better evidence than this. You know? So that's why I believe. Because I've, I've questioned. Oh, check this out. So here's what I wanted to read about Judas. So I'm literally in Judas, or, or in, Ma in Matthew 27, verse 3. The title of this in our uh, New King James Version says, Judas repents repents. So if he repents, is he not forgiven of his sin? Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had con had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. I get it that by killing himself... That's not, like, God doesn't, I, I believe it's, you know, you're, you're wasting life. And I, I can understand why God wouldn't look favorable on somebody that commits suicide. But I don't think it's so black and white to say, commit suicide, going to hell. I'm not like the Catholic Church that way. Or any church that says that. Maybe the Catholic Church doesn't fully believe that. They they put little, Catholic Church is like a, a, a law firm, you know. They'll put a little phrase in there that'll be like, but, you know, God is forgiving our sins. But if you do this, you're going to hell. From what we have. But uh, you're always capable of forgiveness. 
It, I mean, it says he was remorseful. And when they didn't accept it, he felt like I'm just trying to put myself in his in his in in, in him. He had to kill himself. What else could he do? But the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful to put them back into the treasury because they are the price of blood. And they consulted together and brought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. What? Therefore, that field had been called the field of blood to this day. I feel like this is not in my other Bible. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the value of him who was priced, whom they of the children of Israel priced, and gave them for the potter's field as the Lord directed me. That's why I, I really feel like anybody is capable of salvation. I really do. He felt guilty. Let me, let me read the breakdown in here. This is interesting. 23.3. Judas felt remorse because he had not planned for this to happen. He may have betrayed Jesus in order to force him to take action against his enemies and inaugurate his kingdom, but that was not God's timing and plan. What do you mean that was not God's timing and plan? All right, according to Acts chapter 1, verse 18, it says the death of Judas was due to a headlong fall. The likely explanation is that Judas hanged himself on a tree only to have the rope or branch break. If the tree was over a rocky precipice, precipice, the account in Acts can be correlated with this account. The religious leaders who had no problem condemning an innocent person to death suddenly became very scrupulous about the law. Because of Deuteronomy 23.18, it was felt that blood money should not be used for religious purposes. See, that's why they're just like the Catholic Church. They're like, well... We can't put this in the treasury because then we would break the law. It's like, okay, but you still did it just because you don't want to accept the money. You still did it. It doesn't justify it. It's like when, uh, you know, they used to say, the Catholic Church used to have, you can't eat fish on Friday. Then it was, you can't eat fish on Friday during Lent. And now it's, well, you, it's doesn't, it's not important, but we like, we, we're still going to have a fish fry. Well, guess what? According to my history teacher in high school, he said that, the, and I, I, I've looked it up, and I feel like I have found the fact I was looking for, but it still could be wrong just because you found it on the internet, right? But according to him and other sources I did find, the Catholic Church owned the fishing industry. So they say, yeah, but you, can eat, you, you can't eat meat on Friday, but you can eat fish. It's like, what, to spur your own business? Like, they, they, they make up rules. That's my point. They make up rules. Originally, this plot of ground was known as the potter's field, a place where potters dug for clay. Consequently, it was full of holes which would have been made easy to bury people who had no family tombs. It was purchased as a cemetery for strangers who died in Jerusalem. It is likely Gentiles were also buried there. The prophecy is found in Zechariah 11, 12, and 13. However, Matthew states that the prophecy was made by Jeremiah. The best solution to the problem seems to be that the prophecy was spoken by Jeremiah recorded Zechariah, and the second option is that Jeremiah stands for collection of the prophet writing Jeremiah and Zechariah found. <laughs> It may also be that the days of Christ, the book of Jeremiah, headed the book of prophets. The quotation is identified with the name of the first book in the section, not name of the specific book within the group. The title, King of the... Okay, we're in the King of the Jews now. Hey, this is, this is turning out to be... We're getting some good content today. Hey, guys.
have to jam out, play some tunes, and then I'm gonna recycle all this stuff like a buffoon. I got mad papers on the ground, cause I ain't got a shredder. I would do that thing, but I want it to be better. I don't wanna just rip my account numbers into pieces. I'd rather go to the store and buy a Reese's. Sorry, my sister is lost driving through the city. Missed a few minutes. Oh, then Christ child, I pity. Not the fool, but the side. I don't know what I'm going to write. I feel like that, you know, I know those chords are boring to you guys. I realize that. But I feel like it's still entertaining. And that's the whole goal of the show is to entertain you with some information. Sweat my balls off. I wasn't going to say that. I'm good. Been good. I haven't been swearing. I haven't been swearing. Hi, I have no idea where she is. St. Louis. Uh oh. Um, you can't say ha ha and then put that face. Say no idea where she is. Let's uh let's pray for Christ Child's sister. We're gonna call her Helga. Hey, was uh was Esther a woman? I read something earlier about Esther. I don't know about Esther. Was Esther a woman? So uh. We're going to do a, oh yeah, Esther was, wait, so yes, oh, where is she trying to go, I should, maybe try to help, oh, you guys live near each other, you guys are buddies, you guys are buddies, that's cool, alright, so hold on a second, so, Esther is a woman, if Esther's a woman, that really changes a lot of things for me. Because you know when people say, you know, the book's written by men, and I guess men could be mean more than just men and women too. But if Esther is a woman, then saved the Jewish people. Well, all the books saved the Jewish people, right? I mean, I'm not trying to take it away from her, but if it's a book in the Bible, it's supposed to have saved them somewhere. So let's read a little background about uh, Esther here. Esther outlines. Here we go. She got a, a woman wrote a, one of the books of the Bible. I feel like that gets all the feminists to shut up. I'd be like, you shut up. Do you know who Esther is? And be like, Esther who? I'd be like, I don't know. Just one of the writers in, in a book in the Bible. So shut your chance up. <laughs> the book of Esther has all the elements of a great novel. There's a beautiful young orphan girl, yes, it is a woman, who rises from obscurity to become queen. She even hides a secret that could bring about demise. Then the ambitious villain, whose passion is to destroy the innocent. Finally, the storyline involves a power struggle, romantic love, and startling expose. But in the end, the point of the true calling is clear. Once again, the Israelites' God miraculously saves his people from certain destruction. It's like... <laughs> It's like, the, the punchline in this is always, it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of like one of those shows that you know what's going to happen. Every show, it's like, you know, Kenny's going to die at the end of the old South Park episodes. It's like, yeah, it's all a struggle, but guess what? God's going to save him at the end. God saved them.
stink too. Not under there. Because of the antiperspirant, I don't smell them in my pits. I feel like, here's my face be stinking. Are you here with me? God, depends where. But generally, yes. Alanis, she's on Big Bend. I think that's safe. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But we're going to do a little, uh, one more cover music, Soul Child. So, got some dumb things in life going on. Pretty crazy right now. So, we got to just, uh, change your closed knee. I fed the flock. The flock I fled. <laughs> the flocking fed I fled. Yeah, that's what I felt like reading that first thing. Uh, she's from a three-stoplight town and giving me a heart attack. So if you feel nervous for your sister, I hate to say it, but maybe she was some mister. A mister good guy. Maybe he is nice. was literally born to save the Jewish people. Watch the movie. Such a beautiful story. See, now that's the kind of reading I like doing. Watching the movie. I hate how people are like, oh, you should read the book. You know what I hate? Here's, you know what I hate? It should be a segment of the show. You know what I hate? When people say, and you know why they say it. You know why they say it. They go, yeah, you know, great movie. I, I read the book too. You know, and, and, the, and the book, you know, the book was better. But the movie was good. The, mo the movie did a good job, but the, the book was great. You know why they do that. You know why they do that, right? They do that because they want to brag about reading the book. That's the only reason they do it. They have to tell you. I've never once heard someone, heard someone say, I read the book, but the movie was better. Not once. How is that possible? How does out of every book ever made that there's never the movie was better? No, you know what? You want to know? Uh, let's see. Is there a... A book I read that I watched the movie. Let me think of the few books I read. Look, hold on, bear with me. It's a little dark in here. It looks it looks bright, but it's really dark over there. Books can story tell better. No, 
No, I disagree. I disagree. I think I think your imagination is always going to be better. No, it's not. I'll tell you why. In song. This is going to sound stupid, but... As long as you're entertained. So... Sports. I really like... Listen to Colin Coward. But now that I can watch the clips on YouTube, I enjoy it way better. If you like listening to games, why do you watch them on TV? Why don't you just listen to them tell you step for step? Because you want to see it for yourself. A few hundred years before Samson told the children to kill the man's, the man-woman, to kill man-woman, children, animals. Oh, there's no commas. They're like, what's a man-woman? A tranny? They didn't listen and kept the best. The queen had a baby that had children who came back to kill all the jewels. Okay? Try to catch all the details from a book. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, Bisky, that's the point. It's like, yeah, you gotta wrap this thing up in 90 to 120 minutes. In fact, I don't even like movies that are 120 minutes. If you can't give me the story in 90 minutes, I don't want to hear it. Too much. Get longer time with a book and you get two hours in a movie. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Give me a 90-minute movie all day. In fact, I don't know if this movie was 90 minutes. So, Domi doesn't like scary movies. I watched this uh, new one that just came out on Netflix the boy or that boy or something like that. It's a good scary movie. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. I won't give it away. Not all the people are the same, John. No movie is going to do justice to my imagination. Don't. Yeah, but that's not true. If you read the book Avatar, there's no way your imagination would make it look that good. Your imagination would not look as good as Avatar. Or maybe another thing. As good as Lord as the Rings, Lord of the Rings. And there's no way that Ace Ventura would have made as good a book as Jim Carrey giving us the cure all. What about the mask? You think it'd be more entertaining if someone was simply explaining? Smoking. No. Answer is sometimes the movie is better than the book. It's like eating cheddar. Why don't you just imagine eating some cheese? Imagine taking a knee. No, I would much rather see that thing on TV. What came after the film? Okay, but I'm just saying, imagine. Imagine. Humor me. <laughs> the mask, what a masterpiece. But just humor me for a minute. Imagine someone wrote the book of Ace Ventura, right? And you're reading this book and you're like, oh, this guy's funny. You know, it sounds like this guy's funny. And then you watch the movie and you're like, you see Jim Carrey. First time you've ever seen Jim Carrey, right? And you see him put on this alrighty then. Can you feel that, honey? Huh, huh? Like... You're reading in the book. Can you feel that, honey? Huh, 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 huh. Alrighty then. There's no way that that's going to be more entertaining than Ace Ventura the movie. There's no way. I'll humor you if you talk sense. It's true. It's true. And you know it. And you know this. Man. Just like Friday. If they wrote a book called Friday. And they actually, you know what? To counter your point, there is always a book written first. Unless they make a movie without a script.
Because it's a script not like a book. It's bound. Maybe by only a staple. Or a paper clip. But very rare, randomly do they just give them pages unassorted. So there's always a book written first. And guess what? There's no way that that script is better reading it than Ace Ventura. Or Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. It's not going to happen. Thank you, Wyland. Budget Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malibu's most wanted pool. Going way up. Let's just play some other stuff. Come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the damn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chitlins, all the hog maw, all the pig feet. I like pig feet. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. That guy's hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, try to do uh, Predator. Try to do Predator with... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're going to read that in the book like, wow, this is amazing. Arnold, I'm going to kill you by blowing up all of us. I don't know anything about Predator. I, I saw it like one time when I was a kid. I don't know what else. I'm just trying to delay from cleaning up my office and getting it organized. But I got a gig this weekend. I got a gig this weekend. Michael, I'm talking directly to you now. I think Benjamin's filming a special this weekend, too. You're joking. It's a joke. There's no way. It's just, it's not special anymore. That's what, I should make a special calling. It's not special anymore. Not when you, not when you release four in a year. It's not a special. It's just a monthly. Just call it a monthly. Someone, you know, I should text him and be like, you know what? At, at some point. Oh, and you got to stop calling these specials and just start calling like quarterlies. Your, your next quarterly's coming out. Your quarterly report is, uh, Gigit. You, I don't know what that means. I don't know. All right, I'm actually going to sing this song. So for my podcast listeners, I know this is kind of weird. You don't get to see what's going on. But if you'd like to see what's going on, just go to YouTube.com slash John Neri. I got to change that now. I'm, change, I'm taking my name out of stuff. You need a gig every week. I need more than a gig a week. I used to do every Friday and Saturday night and occasional events. I need like a wedding every week. And then we could be good. George, come on at 15th. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. I should, I should, all I need to do is just put my book together, put my videos together. I just don't want to do it because 
You know what it is? Let's here's let's uh, teach a lesson here. There's a phrase. You know they say uh, do as I say, not as I do. There's a phrase that I used to live by: do it when you can, so you don't make an excuse when you can't. beat so easy you just need a beat you know with a little repeating melody and you're off and running oh man i've had diarrhea today oh and guess what guys your boy has passed his background check and according to this thing here your boy is good to work in the diocese mm. oh my stomach so what, what it's been, my problem has been is that because this office is so much of a mess, to do anything that's not just set this up, it's like, exactly, exactly how I feel. It's like, in order to get what I need done, I have to do an hour of work before I need to get to get at what I need to get at. And it's raining. Good thing I didn't go get that DJ equipment. It's literally raining in the sun. It's got to be a rainbow somewhere. Hold on. It's a sign. It's a sign from God. It's a sign. Not the gaze. The gaze. See, I did like that, but you know what? That whole. Let me tell you guys something else. And I sent this to Owen, and we were all doing the it's time, you know, to take back the rainbow thing. Ralphie May did the whole rainbow joke in 2004 when he said, You can't have the rainbow. I want the rainbow back. How many colors do you need, you greedy bastard? And then he had some funny lines, and I quote, and what's... <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up, so I'm getting nervous. He says, And what's sucking dick got to do a rainbow anyway? Ain't like it's magically delicious. Because if it was, wouldn't it be so hard to get your girls to do it once in a while now, would it? Yeah, that's a, that's a Ralphie Mae joke about taking back the rainbow in 2004. It's like we're doing the joke now. It's like 14 years later. I'm no comedian, but I feel like there's some kind of code about not taking a guy's joke. That was Ralphie Mays. That was Ralphie Mays' joke. Rest in peace to Ralphie May. He named his daughter April June. And that is so gay. Alright, we're actually going to sing this song now and close out. Girl, I know this might seem strange, but let me know if I'm out of order for stepping to you this way. See, I've been watching you for a while. 
trying to pressure you just can't stop thinking about you you know that you already have been my girlfriend i just want to know your name and maybe sometimes we can hook up hang out with just you second verse let's go damn i'm surprised that you called cause the way you wasn't gonna see you no more since you didn't wanna give me your name. I thought that you were digging me and wasn't digging me. But anyway, what you doing tonight? I'll probably be with my peeps. If it's cool with you, maybe we'll swing by and you can just chill with us, or you can just chill with me. As long as you're comfortable and you feel secure when you're with me Cause I'm not trying to pressure you Just can't stop thinking about you You ain't even really gotta be my girlfriend I just wanna know your name and maybe Sometime we can hook up, hang out, just you I'm singing and don't even tell me later. I mean, you're flat the whole time, but you know, <laughs> you're practicing. So uh, that's my show. And I'm actually gonna get actually, I gotta poop first before you get some hard work started. Always poop. You don't want to poop your pants. If it ain't broken, my work better. God, freedom, legacy in that order. And uh, do yourself a favor open your Bible up to a random verse today. There you go. You found her. You found her. See, you found her right by the end of the episode. If it ain't work, it might work. If it ain't broke, it might work better. God for your legacy in that order. And from Luke 13, verse 5, it said, I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And that tells me Judas is in heaven. And that's the end of that one. Peace, guys. Hashtag GFL.